Ayo, what is up everybody? My name is Ruby and welcome to Brown Girl Rants and thank you for tuning in. Welcome to episode one of Brown Girl Rants. Uh, today we got Hardeep joining us and she's also my cousin from the UK. So I'll let her introduce herself and just before we begin, girl, what are you drinking? Hi, I'm Hardeep. I'm Ruby's cousin. I'm from London. That's all you need to know about me. Um, yeah, I'm not drinking much to be honest. I'm not drinking anything. I had some tea earlier. You know, you need that evening cup of jar. What about you, Ruby? What are you drinking? Um, thank you for asking. First of all, and happy new year. Happy new year. I am just drinking some coffee. I had a little bit of a late start to the day, and this is also my last week of my having my Fridays off from work, and I'm gonna be starting again working the full week. So yeah, just relaxing, chilling, trying to get back into the groove of doing the same thing all the time. It's Friday night. This is how we do it. <laughs> Yeah, Friday yeah, nights have not been wild. So I was just in the, like, I literally just had a shower. And, like, I have to play some music in the shower. You have to, like, you know, DJ a bit, have a mini concert. <laughs> and like, all I was thinking is, I need a party. Like, I mean, I was, you know, channeling Shakira, all of that. I need a party. Oh, girl, a party? I, I'm, I just had the same conversation with two of my friends yesterday, too. It's just crazy how the pandemic has changed every single thing i haven't seen my friends in a while and actually here in bc we had our um restrictions uh, extended until february extended. 5th and i'm just like not Same doing well here. yeah i know dude <laughs> how is the uk with all of this so uh yeah so apparently our we're you know we're in different tiers all that and literally in literal tiers as well <laughs> um but our lockdown has been extended to mid-February, they're saying, but I think realistically it'll probably be March, which is no fun for us, of course, you know. But it is what it is, you've got to stay safe. Yeah, I mean, I have a couple of friends who got their vaccination. It's so wishy-washy for everybody. Yeah, some people are like, yo, I want to get it. Some people are like, hey, I don't think I'm going to get it because now they think it's like some kind of conspiracy theory. Yeah, of course. I think there's a lot of like, of course, there's like, you know, natural nervousness around it, like a bit of hesitation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if the doctors and stuff and all the frontline people are taking it, it can't be that bad. It's coming to a year now. But (laughs) in the beginning, it was just, you know, like everybody was in it. You didn't know what was going on. But now, like a year later, I've found like, ways to cope with it one thing i've started to do a lot is go for like a nice daily walk with one of my friends you know socially distanced of course but it really like helps it lifts your mood you need that fresh air makes all the difference yeah that's pretty similar to what i was doing we're not really interacting with as many people as you used to i think that started get, getting to me because i'm such a people person i need to have people around me to like stimulate my brain and like have a conversation with me so that was kind of hard in the beginning, and now it's just like everything's become so virtual. So I feel like I'm not really suffering that bad in that sense because I'm having that <laughs> constant communication. But yeah, I mean, I there's you. been periods of time where I'm just very to myself and I'm not talking to anybody, which is not normal yeah, for me. I completely agree. I feel like because 
everybody's so cooped up in just four walls it's so easy for your emotions to run high and there's not much of a release like you know we go for walks and stuff but that's not enough you want to sit and eat with your friends you want to talk you know you want to have a good time but yeah it is high I think it's very hard to like take care of your mental health probably like August September before heading into the second lockdown you're talking to everybody and pretty much everybody's experiencing such like yeah so many tragic losses over the year too man now with that it's january everybody thought like i feel like everybody's kind of living in this fantasy land where january is going to change everything i mean kind of happens every time when it's like new year's yeah but, i guess like you know new year new me new life <laughs> yeah and it's like everything just kind of carried over it was just so tragic right in the beginning and it's the same thing is happening right now yeah you know how you know how um drake said nothing was the same that's not true here because everything's the same <laughs> <laughs> like there's been little bits and pieces that are a little bit changed i think there's a lot of like up and down that's like i think all, but that's also another thing that's annoying because obviously there's no like there's no certainty and you expect things to get better but then they get bad again and then you're just like oh what do i do the way that people usually um deal with their things are like going retail shopping or like going out going to the gym things going like that yeah like so many things that we pretty much took for granted aren't as, as available for us so it's harder for people to like work through things i think yeah i, I think like obviously a huge celebration is due after this is all over oh i so, can't wait yeah, god willing that's soon that's so funny that you mentioned that because i was t um, talking to my mom yesterday and i said to her yeah. yeah so basically after the pandemic is over and like things start opening up and there's like normalcy <laughs> man i'm not coming home for a week <laughs> yeah literally like me and my brothers were saying the same thing we were just like you know when everyone starts going out i don't think anyone's gonna go back home like it's it, i think it's gonna be like realistically i think hopefully things will be like proper good by summertime so we can all enjoy a nice 2021 uh, let me touch some woods let me find some wood to touch <laughs> <laughs> yeah even so like thinking about summertime right now i'm like um what like what will it be like because i still don't nobody knows yeah nobody knows it's just still <laughs> so just up in the air like i have no idea what to expect for that either but yeah. considering 2020 is now over what were some of your biggest accomplishments um, I think my biggest accomplishment was that I got into a master's. Woo! So happy for you. <laughs> but the struggle is real. Online <laughs> learning is not it. <laughs> so, you know, guys, if you want to do a master's in a pandemic, I, I do not recommend it. <laughs> but of course, you know, education is power. Don't forget that. <laughs> Absolutely, you're right. You had a few major achievements in 2020. What happened? <laughs> I can barely uh, like okay let me reflect we got a new MUA intern <laughs> <laughs> yeah I finally you know what I finally did what I really wanted to do I've had this goal for like years now and um, you're good at it. yeah I opened I started my own business which is so great it was more of like a creative outlet I really needed that to balance out my work life because work life is more just so document based and like policy procedure based on um, like screen time documents writing reading and all that so i just need to do like mm -hmm. something artistic and do something yeah, like that actually fulfills my creative side yeah for sure but yeah thank so you good. that's definitely so one of my accomplishments check out her, check out her instagram page music by ruby <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know what? I It was actually very challenging this year, too, because as soon as I got into it, the whole pandemic um, started. Yeah. And, like... The timing was a bit... Yeah. Like, I mean, I was ideal. trying my best to keep going with it and, like, experimenting with looks and, like, getting my friends to, uh, like, doing looks on them and then actually getting paid, finally, for <laughs> doing looks on people, which it's was... So yeah, it was so nice and... I was finally getting into the groove and then everything just got shut down. So pretty much everything was based on a month to month basis where I have to like keep in mind of the restrictions and if I'm even able to go to do people's makeup. And unfortunately, I just it was a really difficult decision for me to make because obviously I don't want to be I never want to be that person to bring COVID back home and pass it on to other people. Like I would feel so guilty knowing that like, I have like commune op- compromised um, family members where I bring it up and bring it in, and um, it would pretty much like damage their health more. I'm right? exactly the same. I'm exactly the same. So like you know, even if I know like my friends, they all you know, like they don't have COVID, but even then, I don't want to risk going out just in case I bring it home. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I guess because you know you wear your masks and stuff, but still, there's only so much that can do. Are you gonna end up taking the <laughs> vaccine? I mean, if I want to live my life, I have to. I don't want my 20s stolen from me. I'm a baby. <laughs> so, yeah, if, you know, if I'm presented with that opportunity, I will take it. And oh, yourself. okay. You know what? At first I was saying that I don't know and I probably won't, but at considering... First, I very, yeah, I think I, very I will. Like, no. Because, you know, I, my friends have already taken it and I'm also at yeah. that point where I was like, Hey, I can just ask them how, like, how they feel and, like, if there's any yeah. side effects and things like that. Like, they're the test runs and I'll get their <laughs> feedback the first. They're the guinea pigs. Literally. They it just for you. <laughs> and so, you know how we were talking about keeping ourselves busy? Have you been watching any shows on Netflix? Girlfriends. So, yeah, I love Girlfriends. I'm obsessed with it and my brother keeps telling me off. So, yeah. For watching it too much. Yeah, <laughs> you've so been good. telling me to watch that for so long, and I still haven't done that. I've watched like ten million times, and she hasn't watched it. So yeah, it's on my list. It's on my list. Everybody if keeps telling me, please watch Girlfriend, <laughs> so we can talk about it. Everybody keeps telling me to watch so many things. So like, once I, if I'm bored enough, I'll go on Netflix and I'll start watching. You should watch it. It's good vibes. You were watching Bridgerton. What's that like? I want to start that. Oh, Bridgerton was so good. I binge watched it in a whole day. That's how good it was. <laughs> I keep seeing it all on TikTok, you know. Dude, it's it's, right now. it's definitely um one of those shows where if you really like um medieval times or just like oh. the Renaissance era, Whoa, you are going like to. Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a it was a really good series, but. Anyways, I finished that two weeks ago, and yesterday I finished uh, The Mandalorian, the second season. I finally finished it. Yo, when I tell you, the season finale of season two, man, I was crying. Because everybody's really emotional, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely cried. One of my friends watched it too, and he was like, I was holding back the tears, like, I'm a man, I can't cry. <laughs> it was just... But I need to watch it. His name's Grogu, right? Like, <laughs> Spoiler alert! Baby Yoda has a name. <laughs> the child. I haven't even seen it, but I found out these things by Googling. 
giggling it to death. <laughs> See, obviously you want to watch it. You're just not making time for it. God, get it together, Hardy. Yeah, I know. I need to get grip. So in the last little bit, have you come across any new music? I can't say I have. <laughs> I've been listening to this song by Shakira. You might have heard it called Girl Like Me. <laughs> Would you like a little snippet? No. No, thank you. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just play the screaming part for you. No. <laughs> oh, wrong song. Never mind. <laughs> but no, yeah, I wouldn't really recommend... Um, people to listen to that song because she screams in it a lot and it's quite it's quite scary it's not very Shakira of her but I, yeah <laughs> okay I can't really tell if you're serious but no I'm serious she's, oh, okay. she's probably like ah, in one part and it's really freaky <laughs> okay yeah I'm not gonna listen to it but thank you for letting me know <laughs> I'm gonna make you listen to it <laughs> no I refuse to now anyway what about you have you have you got any new music uh, suggestions for me because I'm clearly not with it <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, there's been some new music, but I've, in the last little bit, I've been listening to Punjabi music a lot, and yeah. I'm, like, the biggest fangirl when it comes to A.P. Tano. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I was pretty obsessed with the album so far, but even, like, last year, um, he, um, released his song called Feels. I literally listened to it yeah. since oh the day that God. it dropped. Until. I feel like. That song is, like, associated with you in my head because you overkilled it. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not sorry. It's a great song. Right, it's always a vibe. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but... Have you seen, like, all of, um... What's his name? The Weeknd. Have you seen all of his little, like, publicity? Like, Bro. stuff Yeah, I, like, like, saw his face and I was just, like, staring at it for a bit. I'm like, that's not him. I was yeah, like... I is that like are we sure that it's like actual like plastic surgery or is it a mask i thought it was real for like the first minute i saw it and then afterwards it said like sfx and i was like oh okay you see you gotta yeah. think of that you know what fillers and like things that you put into your face like botox and all that it's crazy how that stuff actually exists and makes your face change so drastically Yeah. but you can also just fun. change everything with fx um yeah, makeup sure. I think I could do with a nose job, to be honest. So if anybody wants to punch my nose, please do. <laughs> Yo, I'll come do that. <laughs> free of charge, man. Right? nose job on the NHS. <laughs> Just don't press assault charges. <laughs> Yo, I don't think I don't think your dad would like that. I would punch you in the face, so. Unless you'd laugh. I don't know. I've told him to do it, too, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> no, this is not. This is a bad guy. We are not doing this. Okay, okay. I accept my beautiful Punjabi beak nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least... All of us have great noses like Ruby. Sorry. Yo, I just got lucky because I went on my dad's side. Me and my sister have exactly the same nose shape. So very nice. I didn't get the I didn't get model. the Nanke side gene, which is kinda nice. <laughs> I don't think you need to be insecure about it. Yeah, that's true. It's just you putting think, things into like, your head. Yeah, I think everybody has insecurities that they need to work on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, self-love. We, we promote self-love. Love yourself. <laughs> it's I'm a hard journey, love. man. It's hard, but you got to do it somehow. 2021. Hashtag love yourself. <laughs> Backtracking to, like, the music stuff. What are your top five favorite artists? Okay, you know what? Top five favorite artists in the Punjabi music scene. Ooh, that is so tough. 
But, okay, top of my head. Top of my head. <laughs> Yo, I don't think you're gonna even come up with top five. It's gonna be like top ten no, no, because no, now you can't make up yours. The first thing that comes to my head was Annie Burke. Love that guy. Oh yeah. He's so good. He, he's like my Fenty King. Like, <laughs> Honestly, Ami Burke and Prophecy, like if you have to yeah, kind of sure. compare the vibe, those are see yeah, those are my two top two I, I out of the five. Sandu as well like his the beats oh, yeah. he uses the, yeah it's just yeah. like it gets you really hyped up and then oh my god obviously hands down Diljit always oh yes I think yeah Diljit's like you know like people say he's overrated and stuff but he does bring that quality content mm-hmm. he's so talented like he might give it large but he's so talented mm-hmm. we love a bit of beard you know <laughs> I really like to miss Sataj I used to hate him when I was a teenager but you know <laughs> Yo, the funny. This reminds me of a really funny story. So I remember, um, so our, our older cousin, he was talking to my mom, and then we started talking about Satinder Sataj, and he mm-hmm. said, he's like, Yo, Matt, I don't understand why like aunties start going crazy. They just start taking their tunis off and throwing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I don't even know what this means, so I'm just gonna exit up this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, auntie, yeah they, they, aunties are pretty wild, man. <laughs> They're living like their next, their next stage in Giovanni through their married life at this but point. I think that's so true, though. That is so true. Aunties do love Satinda Staj. I can't even say his name properly. Satinda Staj? Satinda Staj. Said it nicely. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime. If you guys want to learn how to pronounce words properly, come to me. Because Canadians don't know how to speak English. Excuse so, yeah. me! <laughs> <laughs> how do you say water? Huh? Water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, don't I knew you were gonna bring that to share. Share any hindi. I don't. I don't remember there being a D in water. So yeah, guys. Water. 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 You're making me overthink this now. We just say water. So I had a question for you. How do you feel like we're managing our long distance relationship overseas? We're not. Who even are you? Why am I here? Why am I talking? <laughs> <laughs> okay, there. Calm down. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, I think. <laughs> okay, I'm not even gonna say how we're managing now. How have we managed for the last twenty years? See, as you can see, the lockdown has taken a toll on me, and I don't even know what's happening anymore. <laughs> but no, I think we have managed our long distance relationship really well i mean i don't know many people who are this close to their cousins abroad yeah um yeah i mean like you said we've been speaking for i mean our whole lives obviously (laughs) (laughs) but virtually on like online on social media uh it all began with msn live messenger (laughs) dude i feel like (laughs) 
This just makes us sound so much older than we really are. <laughs> I mean, you're, I mean, I know you're old. Don't Shut, make me. Oh my god, I'm not even that old. Actually, uh, no, I'm not old. I mean, let's not. We're not. We're not t talking ages. Women don't reveal their age. <laughs> so like, how do we like... manage having this relationship? I just I want your thoughts on it because I can tell you my thoughts. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think we actively make a lot of time for each other. You know, like these relationships, they don't work unless you make the time for it, which we do. And we're on like, we're on bloody different, we're in different time zones. <laughs> so, you know, like I'll be up at like 12 a.m. talking to Ruby when it's what, midday there? Yeah, it's like four. The evening. Yeah, it's yeah, like 4 p.m. But yeah, like, we, it's about compromise. And, like, sometimes if I'm up early morning, she might be, like, just going to sleep. And we'll just check in on each other. And when we have extra time, we'll give each other a call. And I love that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Yeah, you're my best... One of one of my best friends. You're my sister, too, right? You can't really go anywhere. <laughs> like, you're stuck with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't really have a choice. Yeah, so exactly. Like, I feel like our parents are always so shocked, too. They're like, you guys are so close. Because then they ask us, they're like, hey, have you talked to Harry or have you talked to Ruby? And it's like, yeah, I just talked to her, like, 30 minutes ago. And they're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, my dad will be like, oh, did you wish her a happy birthday? And I'm like, dad, they, I talk to her every day. Like, I was the first person to wish her. Like, <laughs> right? I feel like every relationship, you just really need to put a lot of effort into, like, if you genuinely care for the person, you will put that effort in regardless of how you're feeling. Um, it's Like, it's not about sacrificing time, it's about giving time. I feel like people put it, the, their mentality into, like, a very negative place when it comes down to it, where it's like, yeah. you actually need to put effort into things that you hold value to. Yeah, you have to like, it's not going to magically work. You have to make it work. Mm -hmm. So when um, I hear about like long distance relationships and things like that, I understand there's obviously some differences there. But if you are committed, like if you're away for a little while, like you can always make it work. Yeah, for sure. I think like, uh, I think it's different, obviously, with people who have been in a relationship for a while. I think they're more willing to make things work. Whereas if you start talking to someone new, they find it a lot more difficult. Yeah, and you never really know what's going on in their lives in a whole different city, country, yeah. whatever it is. So, I mean, I guess exactly. that is different in that sense. But I always feel like you can always connect with a person and you always make things work. Like, I feel like I'm such an optimist just, in that sense. Yeah, 100%. I think, like, if you just meet, if you're talking to, like, like-minded individuals, you know, like your friends, your cousins, I don't know, someone that you're dating, you can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to my, like, next point. Um, I actually had one of my friends message me, like, last week. I want to talk to you about something. So she, like, explained how um, she's, like, a typical brown girl. Yeah. I just feel in our community, like, the way that we've grown up as first-generation kids, um, parents really keep you sheltered, especially when you're a brown kid, to not make certain decisions. Yeah. But even if it's not those bad decisions that you're trying they're like the kid is trying to make the parents will go out of their way to make sure that they're completely confined and it won't let them grow and it holds them back at a certain point in their adult life oh we got we got a little deep there <laughs> we got a we got a little hard deep there um but um, bro you're so lame sometimes I mean, but i love it you have to be punny you know <laughs> But, um, no, I, I I think in that sense, I'm sort of lucky that my parents went to, like, you know, they went 
they were overprotective, but they went too, like, they didn't confine me, they didn't, like, sort of stop me. Like, they would let me go out and enjoy myself, but obviously there was, like, curfews. Like, I had to be home at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And I think that would always put a downer on my outings. Like, if I was out with my friends, when I was younger, I would start panicking, like, by the time it was, like, 6pm. Like, oh my god, I need to start making my way home. <laughs> yeah, because when you get home, like, first of all, I feel like parents are just freaking out when you're leaving. Say yeah, you're going out at, like, 536. And then you tell them, hey, I'll be back in a couple hours. You don't give them a time when you're coming back because you're like, you yeah. really don't know when you're going to be coming back. But they have this expectation in their head where it's like, you need to be home by a certain amount of time. And if you're not home, they start freaking out. And it's like, but I didn't give yeah, you a time. Sure. I know. And I feel like I think that's something that I've carried into my adult life. You know, I'm a young adult now. And that's something that still sort of gives me a bit of anxiety so if i'm out with my friends as soon as it gets dark i'm like oh my god i need to go home and i'm like wait a minute it's only 5 p.m and i'm an adult why am i worried (laughs) it's not too late (laughs) our evenings don't really actually say we're leaving at 5 36 but we know our evening isn't technically starting till like 7 38 yeah unless we have work the next day yeah and i feel like the story is so different for boys i have two brothers they can come in at 2 a.m and like my parents will be pissed, but they're not going to give them as much grief as they would me if I did the same mm-hmm. thing. Dude, these yeah, guys so be rolling in at like six or seven o'clock in the morning, and you're just like, if I did that, I'd be murdered. For anyone that doesn't understand, you know, they're just saying like, oh yeah, boys will be boys, boys will have fun. Like, what about girls? But I think that's such a negative thing. Also, on that front, like I do understand why they keep saying that yeah. they tr- they try to reinforce yeah. it because you know what yeah. some people aren't really smart in their decisions that they make and that's why the parents are like yo like you need to stay home or like you need to be in constant communication with them because they don't trust you because you've done something yeah. to break that trust mm-hmm. right i feel like uh, obviously one part of me is a little like one part of me is grateful that my parents were overprotective because it is pretty fucked up out there you know there's some dodgy people out there Mm -hmm. and in that sense i'm grateful you know like that i got to live my teen years as like a child and enjoy it yeah you're sheltered and you're protected but that doesn't like yeah you also make really shitty decisions sometimes sometimes you will make the worst decision shapes you yeah that's what shapes you and you can't always force um everyone onto the same path when that's not how their life is supposed to go like you need to live through the experience to gain that experience yeah, and everybody's going to learn their own lessons. People tell me, they're like, oh my god, but you're such, like, you're so good, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but I've also done a lot of stupid, like, I've made a lot of stupid decisions. Like, it's like stupid, dumb decisions. I think everybody has, though. <laughs> like, you, if you haven't, are you even living? And then, like, at the time, you just think, like, this is the only way <laughs> that it can go. And then now it's, like, a couple years later, I'm like, that was really stupid, but I probably won't do I- that again. <laughs> know that now yeah at least you can look back and i can see why everybody was mad at me at that time but i was being so defiant i feel yeah i feel like obviously like teen years are also so difficult for people and a lot of people do have their rebellious phases you know i did when you're sort of like those are the years where you're learning who you really are you know like Mm -hmm. you're sort of coming into your own yeah my sibling is a twin for me it was more of like i want to be my own person (laughs) stop what's the point of being when you're not identical <laughs> so you just have to put that in there just you know are you even twins you're just sisters really <laughs> so 
since we were born at the same time, we're twins. <laughs> I mean, you know, little details, but sorry, back to what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like just because, like, me and my sibling, we are twins, like, it's it was harder for me growing up because I wanted to be, like, an individual. I didn't want to be, like... Mm-hmm compared i was constantly like even now we're still constantly compared but i'm my own person so i'm accepted yeah. as my own person with my own mind my own um personality like if you look it's, at me and my sister crazy. you're gonna be like this girl is day this month's night there's like barely any, any similarities you both are, yeah I, I don't yeah i couldn't name one single similarity except for your birthday <laughs> <laughs> oh you got jokes today huh uh, what can I say? I'm a funny girl. Right. But um, speaking of that, like, I feel like this kind of just segues right into the whole topic of, like, shit talking. Right? Because oh, yeah. I come from a very religious family. Gossiping aunties. <laughs> that too. And then the culture thing. It all happens. So how yeah. do you deal with shit talking? Just in general. So whether it be friends, family, or people you don't know. Ooh. Um, well, it depends who it's coming from. I think if, you know, like, if I hear shit talking from like my friends from like for example i'll address it i'm just gonna talk it like talk it out with them straight because i'm a straight talker we're adults and we should be able to like openly discuss like our issues and come to a resolution um yeah and i think like actually generally with anyone i just say but yeah i try not to take like i try not to pay uh, mind to it because obviously it can get you down and then you think of the bigger picture and it's like actually i know myself the people who love me know me i don't need outsiders commenting what about you so i agree with all your points and the way that i deal with shit talking is that i barely care what my family thinks what makes other people think that i'm gonna care what they think you know what i mean <laughs> like the things that people say don't really phase me i mean when i feel like i was younger um i always just wanted to be that friendly person just like I'm I'm still friendly and kind yeah, to everybody I, I meet. Think, like, yeah, I think like, obviously when you're younger as well, you find yourself like wanting to please people. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you don't you don't want to be in anyone's bad books. But as you grow older, you're just like actually, I don't need to take shit from people. Yeah, I don't want to take shit. I will burn the bridge. Like if you, there's yeah. no purpose in this relationship or the way the person is treating me, like I'll cut you off so quick. Like I will bounce. Like bye, I'm gone. Yeah, hundred percent. If it's not serving you in a positive way, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. and it's just like if they're not serving a purpose in your life other than dragging you down what's the point of keeping that energy in your life it's just not it's not it's not something you want to keep around for the longevity of your own life right yeah 100% agree you need to surround yourself with like like-minded individuals who mm-hmm. are going to promote your growth and like happiness yeah this goes back to the whole self-care things right i made my own judgment oh. calls and i know that people dislike me for those those things that i've done and like carried out but that's really none of my business those are your issues you have with yourself that you need to work on if you can't handle me leaving your life like there's something that you need to figure out for yourself and figure out what it can what you can do to make yourself better for yourself right did i say that right (laughs) but yeah just like adding to that i feel like yeah, I was just going to say it's a reflection of those people and, you know, like, their own internal, like, projections, like, it has nothing to do with you. They have an issue with these usually because they have an issue with themselves. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my girl Hardeep for being a co-host on the Brown Girl Rants podcast this week. I'm sure she'll have uh, more special appearances here in the future. 
Oh, thanks for having me, Ruby. I'd love to be on here again. Um, I'm sure my fans want to hear my accent again, you know, British and all that. <laughs> you know, everybody <laughs> likes a, a UK girl, you know. Yeah, yeah, London or Badola. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear about, you know where to find Ruby. Hit her, hit her up on her brand girl, Rance, Instagram and Gmail. Thank you for joining us on the Brown Girl Rants podcast and we'll see you again next week on Wednesday. Catch you later, alligator.